Welcome back to Terrestrial Takes. I hope the intro was uh, blended better this week. I got a, couple, a little bit of feedback on that, that uh, it was a little loud. Uh, I am your host, Dushanes, joined as always by my friend Nubs, two N's, two B's. How are you doing today, Tim? Two N's, two B's. I'm doing well. We've had a great weekend uh, so far. Last uh, end of the week, too, was good because we're finally hitting temperatures that are above melting or above freezing. Everything's starting to melt really quick. So it feels like the world is coming alive again. Yeah, I agree. It was it was quite the tundra here the last week, but uh been over 40 the last couple of days. Things are melting. It's been nice. So, as you just heard in the intro, Cam Newton with a, a heckler at his own camp saying, you're a free agent. You, you're ass, I think he said. And Cam Newton's, he, he was jabbing him back. He was getting him back. He's saying... Where's your daddy? <laughs> what do you make of that? What a little... I, I was... I couldn't believe that. Well, today's youth is very interesting when it comes to what they think they can get away with. Or because of their, the fact they're so used to accessibility to high-profile individuals that they can think they can say whatever they want or they're trying to just garner attention amongst their friend group. Make a viral moment or something. Yeah. That was... went poorly, I'd say, for him. Yeah, it hopefully didn't... his daddy saw it, and, and uh, well, I knew he issued an apology, but like, hopefully his daddy saw it and gave him some comeuppance for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just not how you want your name to be out there. If you're going there to get scouted, you're not leaving a good impression. Yeah, so we're gonna be talking to some uh, news items that we've probably you've all, all heard this week, but given a couple of fantasy implications about them as we tend to on terrestrial takes. And then later we'll be getting into uh, the hard knocks teams, which I think is a really interesting discussion. Uh, I just wanted to go over the Cam Newton thing again though, because it was just, it was quite the shocker to start the week last week. And uh, I never really got to say anything else about it. I mean, do you have anything else on this? I just liked his response when he was like, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> I'm rich. What do you mean? <laughs> Um, so yeah, the other thing that kind of, I guess it was a pretty slow news week because everyone, I think, kind of heard about all these ones. Uh, Michael Pittman refusing his number to give his number to, uh, Carson Wentz. Now, I think this one was a little overblown. I think this was a tight, like a headline that blew up because if you go and watch the video, there's only 26,000 views on the video and where he says what he, uh, what actually happened. So here I'm going to insert a quick clip of Michael Pittman uh, talking about uh, Carson Wentz joining the Eagles. And all right, now we got to talk numbers because, you know, Carson. Yeah, everyone wore 11. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You knew I was going to say it. Carson yep. really wore 11. He wore 11 in college, maybe high school. I don't know. Yeah, so I spoke to him and he was just seeing like how – how like locked in I was to um, 11 and I told him that I was locked in and he was like, that's cool, bro. Cause I'm probably going to switch anyway. So it went really well. And he's just a cool guy. I mean, like he didn't try to press me or anything like that. So, I mean, there he says, 
that he gives him a call. I spoke to him. This is the quote. I spoke to him, and he was just seeing, like, how locked in I was to 11. And I told him that I was locked in. And then he uh, he backed off. Uh, he This wasn't like, a, I'm not giving him my number. A lot of people kind of tried to turn this into, man, you don't want to upset your quarterback. And, you know, that's the guy who's going to be getting you the ball. So I, I think it, it kind of got overblown. But what would you, what'd you make of this, Tim? speaks volumes to how how Wentz handled it as well as how Pittman received it because you know Wentz backed off basically gave him a call asked him what his feelings were on it and he shared his feelings which you want your teammates to be able to do with you and he accepted them for what what he presented them as and they move forward so I don't think it'll be a big deal I think it's it's good to see the the interest in keeping harmony in the locker room from both sides and I think, like you said, it was very much blown out of proportion because both of them just seem to not really care that much about it. But you got to think that these guys are so connected to these numbers for as long as they can be. It's part, it's part of their brand. Like, as much as people don't want to think about it that way, like, Tom Brady 12 is kind of a big deal. Yeah, no kidding. So, so do you think... Manning 18, you know. Yeah. Do you think this has uh, any sort of implication? Does this affect their relationship is when's going to fade him out because he wouldn't give him his number. I think absolutely not. No, I actually think it benefits it because they both have shown their ability to, to share and care at the same time. So yeah. I think it actually opens up lines of communication even more as well as if there is any sort of uh, disagreement or confrontation, they're going to be a little bit easier in terms of methods to solve it yeah. because they've already solved one and then they solved it. And it was a pretty public one. Yeah, I think we're both a little half glass full on this. I think we are both big. We're bigger on the win side. I think we both think that he's going to do well. But I don't think we're blinded by that. I just don't think this fucking matters. I'm with you. I just think that, though, if you look at the dynamics, the dynamics are what you want to see from two people on the same team. Yeah, and it, it's it was more of a headline that kind of got taken and ran with, whereas the way that it was actually said and what was said, it was it was really there was really nothing there. He said, no. I, I'm locked into this number, but thank you. I don't feel right taking money from you. Like, let's just play some football. <laughs> um, now we got a couple. Honest, I, I would have sold it for money. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Buy me a new truck. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, like uh, how Brady gave uh, the truck to um, James White for the Super Bowl. I love that they give them fucking free trucks. These athletes, but. Oh <laughs> yeah. You better gross it up though, so I don't have to pay taxes on it. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a thing on the Price is Right, isn't it? They give you the fucking car, but you have to pay the taxes on it, so they <laughs> they end up not getting it or something. I'm pretty sure I read something like that. Um, Especially California taxes. Yeah, that's tough. I, I live right on the the border in New Hampshire, and I do a lot of buying up there. There's no taxes in New Hampshire. Um. So we have a couple quarterback items to get to real quick. Um, we've got uh, Ben Roethlisberger. They say that they want to try and get a deal done by March 17th, which is, I believe, yeah, the opening of free agency. Um, a lot of people think that Ben was going to get cut or move on from him, but I think he's got a $41 million hit or something, like a dead cap hit. I didn't look that up, but I know it's a substantial amount of money that that is owed to him. And this could actually become an extension i'm hearing or reading that i mean i didn't see numbers or something but you could split that into two for something right and is that where you think this is heading 
Oh, you're kind muted. Of confusing. Oh, now you're back. It was kind of confusing the way that I read it, but um, it sounded more or less like they wanted to either lower his cap number so they can add more people as well as convert it, some of it to bonus, and then they wanted to make a comparison about the remaining amount of money on the market if he was worth that, if some other team would pay him that way. But like at the end of the day, it's really going to be because Ben had gone out publicly and said he didn't care about money, so they're basically pressing him to see if, he, if that's true. Yeah. But I, I I think they get something done because I think both sides see the, what the window's like and they don't really want to mess around. But I think it's more or less just creating opportunity to sign more players and whatever needs to get done to do that and how much Ben is willing to move. Yeah, do you think... I don't think he's done. I think he absolutely plays next year. Do you think he plays two years? I get the feeling he won't. But who knows, because he's been saying this for, like, what, almost, like, five, six years now anyway about yeah. retiring. So we could we could see it just continue on in, in the fashion that it is, where it's just kind of year to year. But for me, I don't see him playing after this year unless, like, he's feeling, like, really healthy, and I just don't see that being the case. So I would lean to him only playing one more season. So then I'm not sure why he would agree to any sort of restructuring. I mean... If he's cut, I'm pretty sure he'll still be owed money, right? Or maybe not. If all the guaranteed's gone, I think I think there's like 19 still owed. Guaranteed. Okay. Well, I mean, it would make sense for him to get a two year extension and then to just buy in and just try and go for it again. I mean, they did go, start, I think, 12 and 0 this year. It was a little bit of a of a cheesy 12 and 0. Uh, they did play some pretty dog shit teams there, and they got fucking steamrolled once they played some real teams uh and i think that that browns loss in the in the playoffs that's gonna leave a mark am i crazy do i have to edit this out the browns fucking kicked the steelers ass right in the playoffs they smoked them okay i think part of it had to do though (laughs) they, they couldn't keep linebackers healthy and it really killed their ability to stop the run yeah and like then because of that you have to commit more to stopping the run which then leaves you more vulnerable to the pass so I think if that defense gets a little bit healthier and like remains somewhat healthy throughout the year, you're going to see a little bit better production throughout the year. But like that's why we saw such a big drop in their uh, in the way that defense could be effective and like impact the game and like help them win that with lower point totals. But I I don't think Ben survives throwing the ball that many times next year if they were to play it kind of the same way. Yeah. Um... What do you think he's worth in the Dynasty League right now? Like, do you think he's worth going out and grabbing? Because you can get him for probably a mid-third, I feel. So I kind of, uh, I traded for him in a, in a, it was part of a deal. He wasn't the main part, but I was told I had to take Roethlisberger to get the deal done. <laughs> so I actually had traded for McLaurin and Roethlisberger, and I immediately flipped Roethlisberger because I, I honestly thought I wasn't even sure if he was going to play this year, and I would rather gain some modicum of value but i looking back on it i regret trading him for a third because it was like a third and like an uh i think it may have been just a third but uh the reason being is because if he's playing let's say even plays like 11 12 games at quarterback that's valuable in a super flex league and that's a very cheap price to pay where i know if i went back out to try to trade for him i'd be paying up more than that third rounder that i got yeah i have him in a in a orphan I took over. And I only have Roethlisberger. Actually, I think I have 
I have Winston Cousins now too, but I only had Roethlisberger and Hurts. I didn't like the situation at all. I think I'm probably just gonna fucking. I'm just gonna hold them. I would. Yeah. It gives you such. It gives you so much flexibility, even if you never use them. Yeah. You always have that, that option. And yeah. It lets you take risks in other areas where instead of having to like maybe draft a quarterback earlier in the rookie draft, or pay an additional price for a third quarterback later in the season, you just have that, and I think that's so valuable. Mm-hmm. I um, this is a bit of a side topic, but on rebuilds, uh, orphans or rebuilds, I'm always looking for a one-year rebuild. Like, if I'm doing shit like t- during one year, I'll I'll tear it down. But my full expect expectation is to at least be a playoff team the next year. Because if you're a playoff team, it's fantasy football. You never know what the fuck's gonna happen in the playoffs. I just I don't think you should if you're ever ever rebuilding, looking out more than. You want to be a playoff team the next year, in my opinion. I think it depends on the team, though. I just took over an orphan that's pretty pretty terrible. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll be a playoff team next year, but I'm definitely stocking up in the right areas to at least uh, take the correct risks. Mm-hmm. I feel you. All right. Uh, I got nothing left on Ben. I think he's somebody that you might throw a third at, see if you can get him. I just don't know what the person will sell him for. Some Some people might sell him for that third. Uh, if they really like this class or are really trying to rebuild. But if you can get a... I think that might be something worth going for. Um, anything else on Ben Roethlisberger? All right. So last little topic uh, that we got today before Hard Knocks is uh, the Russell Wilson situation. It's uh, it's reaching uh, <laughs> critical levels here. Uh, he's come out. And how did this all start anyways? He went on a talk show, right? And and was uh, expressing um, that he was distraught with them not being able to protect him. Is that right? I don't know about the talk show, but I know he communicated that he didn't want the same conditions going forward in terms of his pass blocking alignment in front of him and the, the uh, environment he found himself in. And I actually, I don't blame him for that because as once again, your personal brand, you want to be around as long as possible and you want to make sure that you can get that next deal or the deal Mm -hmm. after that. And same as Brady started caring about his body, you know, 10 years ago or 12 years ago, we've seen the dividends that it's paid. And I think that's, this is just Russ looking out for himself. Some of the teams he chose though, I'm not exactly sure that they were better conditions. Yeah. So offensive line wise. So the the options came out of because yet we, we're dealing with a no trade clause here with Russell Wilson. So he he gave them a list, and this is a reported list, I think. But I mean, it's everyone's using it. I'm pretty sure this is like a, the list he gave to the Seahawks. He he put down Chicago, New Orleans, Dallas, and Vegas. Um, yeah, I I feel like that's more of a get me out of Seattle. I want to go to some better places to hang out or something because we have some decent teams here that you can sell as like yeah chicago as a defense or new orleans with peyton and that offense and that defense i mean that old line i think is is fine enough uh dallas hasn't been known to have a good line i don't know if it was as good last year i know they might have had some injuries but uh in vegas i mean vegas does have a pretty sweet line so i mean i guess some of them do make sense but i feel like that do you think I don't know if he's going there for football reasons specifically or maybe but maybe I'm being a little douchey there and cynic because it's not like Russell Wilson's this big larger than life icon or anything 
He is Mr. Unlimited. Maybe I should use that as the intro. I use that. I made a different intro for that when that hall went down. But uh, what do you think of these teams? I mean, do you think any of these are real uh, real possibilities, or which one do you prefer? Well, I, I would prefer him to be in Seattle. I think that's the best fit for him. But uh, even if you look at, like, Seattle baseball, like Mariners, every single one of their star players wants to go home, wants to leave, wants to yeah. go to a, a different area because the travel is so far. Like, if you look at where where the other baseball teams are located, they're, they're always a plane trip away. They're always, you know... A, pretty decent flight away and then they have you know have to fly back so i bet you that like kind of wears on them being up in the the great what was the great west or whatever they call it uh, is that what they call it i don't know I but just... uh i can see i can see that that condition kind of transferring over but i don't know i, I dove Kleiman reported that uh dallas isn't really an option it's more of a laughable report yeah so okay. it's almost feels like chicago would be the best fit but like Chicago's always been kind of an inept front office too. Like no one's yeah. ever liked their GM or the moves that the GM makes. Like, I, what was it? Is it D'Angelo? Everyone wanted to fire forever, and they were talking oh, trash know. on all of his moves and all that stuff. So it's pace now, that seems, right? That, I don't. I think so, but that just seems like a dysfunctional franchise too. So when we're talking like in terms of him going to a better situation, is that really a better situation? Because yeah, Seattle doesn't draft first round picks well, but they develop talent and. They seem to do a good job of filling most holes minus a line for whatever reason. That might yeah. just be a Pete Carroll thing. Because Schneider came from Green Bay, and Green Bay always had the plan of developing, drafting and developing offensive linemen. So maybe it's just a Pete Carroll thing that's an issue. Yeah. Um... I don't I don't know exactly. And then we know with, like, New Orleans, like, yeah, they drafted well on defense too, so their defense is going to be solid, and there might be a casualty here or there that uh, they just have to move for – money-wise, but that team is going to be better than the other suitors. But once again, that's a big money issue. Who knows if that even works? Yeah, I I feel like he's best in Seattle myself. Uh, there's New Orleans, I think, is a, is, is a great spot to go because they have offense and defensive weapons, but they don't have any cap. But I know the cap's a myth. I know it doesn't even matter, but I, feel, I just feel like that's not realistic. Dallas isn't going to happen. I mean... I th- I could see him in Vegas. I could kind of see him balling out, but he he's throwing to what rugs and and uh, Brian Edwards. Oh, give me all the Brian Edwards. Ah, <laughs> yes, uh, I could talk myself into this one. Yes, please. Wow. I, I'm just gonna talk myself out of Colton Miller because Colton Miller is not a good left tackle. Man, one of my favorite happy hour memories where we have our Friday night Zoom chats is we were talking we were talking about Brian Edwards, and then I'll, I go. I go, you know who he reminds me of? Just the way he looks, like when he's playing. I remember and that. And then I'm like, no, I can't even say it. Like, this is too bold. And Tim goes, I know who you're talking about. Like, completely stone-faced. Like, I, I know who you're talking about. I'm like, who? And he says, T.O. I was like, no fucking way, dude. That's exactly who I was thinking of. He just reminds me, looks like T.O. I'm not saying he plays like him or or anything, but what, the way that he just looks to me, like in that uniform running around, I see T.O. I'm with you. I love I, that. It, that play style even in college was kind of like that. Uh, I just hope he stays healthy so we actually get to it. I'm fine if he busts. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> Talking myself with, into it. No. I'm totally fine though in, in understanding or, or accepting the fact that he could not be the person that we think he he could be. But yeah. I just want I want something that's definitive to prove or disprove yeah. that position. I feel you. It's it's been a tough start, but 
It's definitely somebody you're right. I want to see him either fail or, or succeed. I don't want to see him unable to do that. Um, where are we at? Yeah. So Russell, I think Russell stays. Uh, but who the hell knows? <laughs> you think he's going, he's going anywhere? Only if he really, really wants to. And then Seattle's got to figure out what the package is coming back. Like, is it if he goes to if he goes to uh, Vegas, is it going to be like a Derek Carr and like, future <laughs> first? Like, does that get it done? Uh, Derek because Carr. You got to understand that 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 Seattle line doesn't get better when Russell leaves. <laughs> I saw a uh, a picture, and it's like this is why Russ wants to go here, and it's Derek Carr with a full protect, with two tight ends and a full bag, and just the cleanest of pockets ever. Just statue <laughs> it's so great uh what do they get if they if 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 the raiders trade for for wilson so i i mean it'd have to be car i don't think it would be Mariota, but maybe i mean it's probably car uh, this year's first next year's first and i think that gets it done i think it, it depends on how badly russ wants out because if yeah. i'm seattle i want i want like three or four first because russ is still damn good yeah but if he wants out, you have no leverage. So get what you can. And then DK Metcalf falls hard. This is what's this is why I'm down on DK. I have him at like six or something, but everyone else feels the same way. They're like they're they they're worried if Whistlin's gone, how DK will be. And that's 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 something I don't like to to fear with my top wide receivers. I don't like them to be so dependent on a great quarterback. I love DK. I think he's a great, uh, great athlete, great player, great future, but I'm with you. I, when he was, he was sitting at dynasty wide receiver one after the season for probably a month. And John and I on the Monaco, we were talking about our biggest off season by sells. And I'm like, DK is my number one sell because one, I like to cycle wide receivers through up and down and just get that extra value. But two, he had like basically his best, offering from russell wilson that russell wilson has ever had stat wise maybe one other year yeah and that like yeah it could be replicated or yeah he could do it more efficiently or, or yeah he could have a bigger target share and a bigger volume of the offense they could do the same thing but that's a lot of stuff to try to plan on for your dynasty wide receiver one give me something a little bit more consistent or let me trade down and take a little bit more risk but gain a little bit more value in terms of picks for other players i'll do that every time so i Took over an orphan and I sold DK for DJ Moore in two oh two, and I think people will say that's low. I I really like that deal. Yeah, you're gonna definitely get a quality player that can most likely be in your lineup too. So yeah, uh, another who who are you targeting there? At two oh two, uh, Javante Williams or Terrace Marshall, um, probably those two guys at two oh two. Some Marshall. Yeah, I do. I really like Marshall myself. I had Wallace ahead of him, but. This is a little bit of a sneak peek for next week. Next week, I want to talk some rookie talk with Tim. And I want to find some things we don't agree on. I want to get a little feisty. I want to get a little... I want to get a little of our happy hour angst out on this podcast. A little headphones off action? Yeah, some headphones off action. Um, Where are we at? So, we're talking about rookies all of a sudden. We were talking about Wilson. I don't know. Anything else on Wilson? Well, what happens to Lockett? The thing with Lockett is he's never ha- he's just never at value. So I feel like the team I feel like Lockett hardly trades teams because no one will pay what 
the other person wants. So I think with Lockett just stays on your team and you get your boom weeks. I mean, Lockett's a great wide receiver three, but he's a wide receiver two and he's a fringe one, I think, but like he's valued at a two. It's just that he sucks to have as a wide receiver two, he's fine. I mean, he'll win you weeks and then he won't do stuff and you're hoping your wide receiver one wins the other weeks. I've just never been a huge Lockett guy, even though I know I know he, he produces and he ends the season well and he has huge games. He's just somebody that is just normally not on my dynasty teams. How do you think he works with the new quarterback? Like, Do you think he becomes more of a safety blanket for the underneath stuff? Like, for if, for example, if there was a Derek Carr, do you think he'd be running a lot more crossing patterns or a lot more short stuff? Uh. Or maybe even like shorter option routes where like he can make a decision much quicker. Uh, maybe after you know, three or four steps, he decides if he's going outside, if he's going to, you know, just do some sort of comeback or hook route. Or, I think he'd know. be excellent at that. I do. I think he is an excellent receiver because he, he plays the deep ball really well. I mean, he has a Brandon Cooks like type of deep ball game where he's just really good at positioning himself and getting the, and bringing down the catch. He doesn't go up and get it golden Tate style, like how he did or Marvin Jones. But, um, I think Lockett could do that. It's just a, depending on if I don't think Seattle changes their game. I think I think Carroll's so sort of like this is how we do it. Lockett, I don't know. I don't know if they do change that, but I think I think Lockett absolutely could be a very good short like slot guy. And then what do you think about Alex Collins getting back there? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, what are we talking with the with the rush, with the with the running backs there? Is is Penny? Is this his year? Come on. <laughs> I, I got him in a, in a throw in a trade, but I've been the biggest uh, penny denier for, for a while now. Not, I've he not a, been on the penny train. He's a great throw in on any trade. I'm yeah. not saying to not have him on your team, but I am not banking on him whatsoever. He was overdrafted in the first round. Stop using that first round draft capital, <laughs> capital as any sort of reason to, to make a decision on if you keep him or not. Yeah, we can take the risk, see if he does anything. But I don't know. The whole thing with Penny is that he's been on people's teams for years, and like, just it's just like that's the worst thing because you can't cut him, and you just have the sunken cost. You you miss out on other players that you might have been able to throw on your roster. The guy's never played more than fifty percent of snaps. I think he's had ten points five times in his career. But if you extrapolate, if you extrapolate, extrapolate the good games he has and take out the bad ones, he has a hundred percent hit rate. Bro, think about that. He's probably going to get like 100% of the targets and 100% of the rushes. And he's going to average like 17 yards of carry. It's just going to be great. His juke rate will be insane. Yeah, just extrapolate. Just keep extrapolate until you get to where you want to be. Okay. Oh, I love it. All right. Let's get to uh, the. I need to have like a main event like sound bite, I think. So we're. Bing, bing, bing. We're in Discord right now, and what the reason being is because I was trying to get us in something where we could both hear something at the same time. Because I eventually, I don't even know if you can do this in Discord, but I want to get a, like a soundboard in here so that I can play something on a soundboard. But Tim will hear it also, and then it will also just be in the recording as well. Uh, that's something I'll less editing, yeah, like less editing. Uh, and then this also will let me post a video if we want to have video format on YouTube. And eventually, if we want to live stream, it would all be the same way, all through the same same style of recording. So 
hopefully this comes out audio like the audio is decent uh i think it's working well for me on my end and i think for you on yours discord is the shit so all right main event I'll, I'll, i'll think of something sometime for that all right so we have hard hard knocks i am not the biggest hard knocks guy i'll just be honest i don't I really don't watch it a lot, uh, but I know it's a big thing that a lot of people do like watching. But I do like what I, I don't watch it, but I love like the clips and like the the drama that I see come out of it, the headlines and stuff. Like I dig that shit. So like I do like I do care where where it ends up uh, because some some would be more interesting than others, especially for fantasy. So the three criteria for a um, Sorry, the three the three criteria for Hard Knocks is that you can't have a first year head coach. You haven't appeared on Hard Knocks in the last ten years, and you haven't made the playoffs in the last two seasons. So there's, I don't know if there's more, but there's five like realistic teams that could be on Hard Knocks this year. We have the Broncos, the Panthers, the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Cardinals. Now, I don't, I I believe last year they announced that it was going to be both the Los Angeles teams early April, so right before the draft, after free agency. I would expect that to be the same this year. And that also gives them time because I think Deshaun Watson will play a big a big uh, part in where this hard knocks is this season because the Broncos and the Panthers, I think, are teams that could be in on it. I have been on the Panthers train for a while. I think that that's – I think I just spit that out on a, on a TT a week, like two weeks ago. And – I've, I've kind of really stored, sort of dug in on that. I think that's a real possibility. And if if Watson goes to the Panthers, oh my God, that is great hard knocks, I think, because you have we have Watson, that whole thing. You have uh, Rule, the coach that everyone likes to talk about with Joe Brady. And then you have everyone's darling, DJ Moore, see Christian McCaffrey, that new that defense that they just spent seven rounds of, off, of defensive picks last year with Jeremy Chin who I fucking love. Big Jeremy Chin guy. Love Jeremy Chin. That was my... Chef's kiss. Yes. That was my guy coming out last year. I loved that pick. And he, he made me look so good. He, he made people forget about a ton of terrible takes I had. Um, but I think I think that would be a great spot. So that would be my number one spot. If Watson doesn't go, I could, I could really get behind uh, the Cardinals. I would like to see some Kyler action. Um, where, where would you like to see Hard Knocks, Tim? Regardless if they get Watson or not, I want the Panthers. I want my yes. DJ more coverage. Yes, I think I think they 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 would be the team that actually have has like the most draw as well. Like the Giants, they're gonna be boring. Yeah, no one gives judge. a shit about them. I mean, they have the Saquon injury, but that's it. You have Danny Dimes, like the storyline going into his third season. Blake yeah, Martinez, Darius Slayton yeah. blow up when he uh, becomes <laughs> wide receiver twelve next year. Oh man! Well, some of us can hope. I'm just kidding. I I do like Slayton though. I, I I'm not saying I don't know what he's going to be in, in the league, but I think he's uh he's a fun receiver at least. But uh, yeah, the, the second one easily would be the Cardinals. Easily. Yeah, so we're but, right there with each other. We gotta have a we have to have a contentious episode coming. Because... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I just I want the Panthers regardless of if they get yeah. they get Watson or not. I just think they'll have the best. Well, if they don't, they're going to have a rookie quarterback. Most likely. Well, I want Lance there. Yes, I that's really what want I want to be. Yes. to be a Panther. We're in. We're in too much of agreement, Tim. <laughs> I want that type of mobility, and I think that he works well with the receivers because they can work 
multiple levels, but they also know to either come back or kind of work across the field when he starts to scramble. And they have the athletic ability to kind of shake their defenders, and that'll give a lot of open throwing lanes to a scrambling quarterback who actually will throw the ball more than 10 yards. <laughs> so, yeah, Panthers are mine. Um, I think Giants are the absolute don't want anything to do with that, even though I'm big on Saquon RB1 and all that. I don't think any, I think that is not going to happen. I don't think anybody wants to see that, except maybe Giants fans. So, Broncos. The only way they get it, I think, is if they get Watson. Um, I don't, I don't see them really wanting to go. I mean, they, they'll be the Elway play for sure. Um, this will be before the draft, I think, that they announce it too. So we won't have like Lance if he goes to Carolina. Broncos won't have a quarterback. This will be after free agency. So that leaves the one team we haven't talked about is the Cowboys. That one could be interesting. I think that it's like my third option but i could see like that could very well be it and leave us a little disappointed not getting panthers or cardinals because the cowboys have a huge draw they always do i mean how many games do we have to sit through like they're always the nationally televised team on four o'clock i think they play like one one o'clock game a season um eastern standard time i'm very inconsiderate with times like tim lives in a different time zone and i totally always forget it so i'll be like all right let's do 130 he's like my time or your time i'm sorry we are very uh inconsiderate here on the eastern coast we we, we just uh, we, we everyone abides by our time fair but See, i actually if you're looking at the teams i think dallas provides the most content yeah but i feel like it's the most because I don't think Hard Knocks is long enough, but I also think there are certain teams that couldn't produce enough storylines for it to be worth it. But like Dallas, you have who's coming back at corner, which corner, which cornerbacks are actually going to succeed, all the wide receiver stuff. You know, the yep. CD, Michael Gallup, Cooper. That's that's a good group to to just yep. throw cameras on and let them let them do their thing. The whole Dak thing Dak, too. <laughs> yeah, the Zeke thing. Yep. You know what's Pollard? What's Pollard's workload going to be like? Yeah. Um, Van Der Esch, all that stuff. Jalen Smith. Defensive yeah. line. So, yeah, Jalen Smith. I think that you're right. From a fantasy perspective, though, we all, I think, want to see the Panthers. But I think <laughs> I think Dallas might sell the, the best for, like, most people. Like, I think, I think that could very well end up being it. Probably true, especially with Dak's contract situation. And his injury. Figure it out. That, ah. Uh, yeah, that's... Do you think he's gonna have a? I think he's gonna have a helmet problem this year, like we had last year. Oh, Jack well... just can't find the right helmet. I don't even know. I didn't watch watch it last year. What happened with the helmet last a- year? A A B. Oh, like arguing this helmet for Dude, like a month. That picture of A B, like before he got signed or something, when he was practicing, he had the Steelers pants and the Raiders helmet and the fucking like he, he was like a Frankenstein of teams. Um, yeah. I actually. I, I'm not going to say this like 100%. Like, I'm not telling anyone to go do this, but I still think AB's got a lot left. And if he's mentally clear, I think you're going to see a different AB next year, depending on what team he's on. Like, yeah, he's limited in type inside of a Tampa Bay offense. But if he goes somewhere where he can get more, a uh, higher percentage of, of the volume, I, I think you're going to see an older version of a or previous version of AB, more of a, I think you're right. a retrofit. You, you think he's think gone, he, right? I don't know. I, I'm just saying, if he's gone though, I think I think, I think you see a pretty big jump in season production for him next year. I think you can get him for an early third. 
I would pay that. I would pay I that. I would absolutely pay that. I might I might go I might go test some waters actually on some AB after this. Um so yeah, Broncos Broncos could have a couple storylines. I mean, you'll have the Melvin Gordon DUI, maybe. <laughs> um but Cortland Sutton's injury, Drew Locke is like the same thing with Danny Dimes third year. Is he finally gonna fucking get it? Uh not much. Really, I, I I don't want to see the Broncos. I'm sorry. I know Broncos have a diehard fan base, and if I if anybody who happens to listen to this gets pissed, I don't think you want to see the Broncos on Hard Knocks. I think you I think if you're being honest, you'd rather you'd rather see the Panthers or the Cardinals or even the Cowboys. I mean, I think Cowboys would make good television. Maybe not eh, even fantasy wise. There is so much implications and stuff. But yeah, it's got to be Panthers for me. That would just be such gold. Anything else on this hard knocks? Um, there was something I was gonna say. What was it? Oh, going back to the Broncos. I actually, I I don't hate Drew Luck. I don't think he's like great, but I also think he played very tentative last year. And I think if there was an ability for him to, like, somehow the coaching staff to get through to him to – because nobody wants to waste a season in terms of, like, losing. But, like, let him just air it out and see what happens. Yeah. Because I feel like he when he had success early on, especially against Houston, he had that big game against Houston. Yes. When he just let game. it fly. Yeah, he did. I, I don't I don't think he's done that. He got lucky. And, like, I went back and watched film – prior to this season because there was the huge Drew Locke like hype train because he had that good game against Houston. <laughs> he did nothing else in the other games. I mean, I think he had a decent mm-hmm. game against Atlanta too that the week after or something, but that mm-hmm. Houston game there was a lot of uh bad play by Houston and I I went into it with a with a fresh slate like I want to see what this is about. I wasn't a true hater yet. And I was like, you know, I'm out on Drew Locke. I'm out. He did get hurt this last year, right? And then you have the COVID thing. But, yeah, I do think he's got to just – he's got to just – he's a slinger. Like, because what happened was I was off Drew Locke, and then I saw some college – like, I went back and watched some more college film from before. And I liked what I saw a lot. I forget. I was, I was scouting some prospects, but it was that game. Uh, I was watching a couple Drew Locke games because of it, and I was like, "Man, he looks good here. What happened?" So I, and I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if he's just too tentative or if he's just not trust if they don't let him throw. But he he'll makes mistakes, but he can make some plays if you let him. I even say he's going to be good, but yeah. I don't think we have. I don't think you can have a really true full evaluation of what we saw last year. True. All right, Tim. You have a you got a highlight of the week. Warm weather, baby. <laughs> we we had fifty yesterday, and I'm like, hints of summer. I can go golfing soon. Oh wait, um, no, it's only February still. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went golfing uh, at Pebble Beach last week. Uh, simulator. It was pretty sweet though. I got to swing some clubs. Dude, yeah. my buddy went to Pebble Beach this weekend. Like, actually went. He was oh, in California. He paid. Like twenty four hundred dollars for his round. That's too bougie. Insane, <laughs> insane. Like it was that was for four, but like still. Yeah. Like, that's I'm, insane. I'm probably gonna have to get that much 
I got to get like who's coming to my wedding and who's going to come golfing because I got to get a head count because I might have to like rent out a tournament for that day or something because we might have like 20 people or something and <laughs> I don't know how that'll work. <laughs> but that would be pretty sweet. I'll be there. Right. I'll be there and I'll be, I'll be swinging some clubs. I definitely had seven iron. Oh, yeah. That's all you need. Do we need to go into this? All you need is a seven iron. I mean, we could probably do a separate podcast on it. <laughs> I just need to drink a lot more Japanese whiskey if I'm going to get there. <laughs> All right. My highlight of the week is going to be Z2 Fantasy at Z2 Fantasy on Twitter. He has, uh, I don't know if he's new, or but uh, he just started following me. He's been engaging. Uh, but he saw me spreading the, wor- the word of our good Lord and Savior, Austin Eckler. And he made me up a pretty sweet banner that I threw up on my Twitter that uh, I really appreciate. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that you showed me it. I was like, but even even if you just had the Chargers, yeah, uh, background, you could definitely use that, and no one would would think twice about it being cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty sweet. So, rest in peace, Joe Flacco. After getting Kiko Alonso'd, and he's at the bar trying to cash out his check, he's absolutely gone. That's my favorite fucking picture ever. Uh, rest in peace to that. That was such a gross hit. <laughs> <laughs> so fast dude i don't care they got to get rid of qb slides they do more harm than good i've been the proponent of this for years if you're gonna run the ball you're gonna get hit because eventually it, it, it works out where you slide but quarterbacks suck at sliding and the defender is paid to tackle he's gonna fucking hit you and if you're not getting down and you get down late i mean it sucks that that the rule is hurting these quarterbacks more than it's helping them with these like the Teddy Bridgewater hit, he goes to slide and he gets fucking rocked and his head smashes back. I think they got to get rid of that rule. I really do. I just don't like any sort of helmet to helmet because I understand there's certain situations like when you got an offensive def- offensive lineman and defensive lineman meeting up after the snap. Like that stuff's going to happen. But there are some cracks of the helmet that you're just like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Like how how can you have so little regard for your own safety? It's just, it's just nuts. Yeah, if they didn't have helmets on, you'd see it less. I guarantee it, because you'd be like, I don't yeah. want to fucking shove my head in there like that. But you put a helmet on and uh, you you start spearing. I think they actually did some sort of comparison. I I understand they're not pro athletes. Yeah. But they have a league without helmets. They they reported less concussions. Yeah, but I mean, again, like, they're not moving as fast or they're not as large. So yeah. There's not as much inertia. Yep. Uh, but no, I mean, whatever. You can have that argument all day. They're never going to get rid of helmets. I'm just saying, I firmly believe that you take someone's helmet off, they're not going to spear somebody going in with their head down. I really just don't think they will. Uh, you have a gripe of the week, Tim? Oh, wait. Honestly? Yeah, gripe. We're on gripes. <laughs> my my gripe would be, um, and I'm, I'm not the perfect person, but like, <laughs> Just certain things you don't say on Twitter. Oh, I'm glad like, you brought you just, this up. Just don't don't say certain things on Twitter. You you're just gonna reveal stuff about yourself that people either didn't know or didn't they, they didn't want to know. And I don't want to talk to any specific situations, but like, damn it, just don't do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I talk as much shit as the next person, and I call people soft all the time. But I also know that there's a line that you don't cross. Yeah. Because once again, like you don't know someone's struggle or. You don't know what someone's past or history or experience is like, and like shit, man. Yeah, like, that was it. Rough. Impacts people in a certain manner, and guess what? You, if you say stuff like that, you kind of deserve whatever you get. 
I couldn't agree more. Uh, but whatever. He called DK Metcalf wide receiver once. So he gets away with anything, right? I just can't believe how long it took. But yeah, totally agreement. Glad you brought that up. I mean, there were there were some good takes and some bad takes along the way. <laughs> yeah. As well, well, guess what? We all have good takes and bad takes, but we're not allowed to be fucking pieces of shit. And if you are, you get exposed. <laughs> it happens. Uh, my gripe of the week is going to be when I'm watching film on uh, Game Rewind or Game Pass, NFL Game Pass, and you, there's a 10-second timer. You're going to go forward or backward 10 seconds, and then there's the, the bar of, of the t- whole timeline of where you were at. Well, as you're pressing it, that, that, that bar will disappear, and then it'll go exactly where you're pressing. So say you're at the end of the, of the game, you'll all, all of a sudden go back to the beginning of the game because you were pressing 10 seconds ahead, but it went away, and now you, you pressed all the way back at the beginning. Anyways, it's a very uh, specific gripe here, but if you watch film on Game Rewind or Game Pass, it's Game Pass on uh, NFL.com. I think you'll, you'll, you'll at least agree with me that it's really fucked up and not optimized very well. Like if you're going through plays, like there's the play bar, and uh, it, it'll, you'll have to re-scroll every time where you are. Like you won't just stay where you are. It's just not optimized well, and it really is a pain in the ass. That's my gripe of the week. Sometimes when, when you watch certain highlights or certain plays or full games on YouTube, you can change your double-click option. Yeah. So you can shorten it. So if you want to speed up 10 seconds and you're like, oh, I went too far, but you can rewind by five, okay, you yeah. might get exactly to your spot, which is really nice. Yeah. No, I agree. YouTube's pretty sweet, but... NFL, man, they don't have enough money, I guess. They can't get their fucking website optimized. Anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I I think you might want to try that, though, on, like, uh, like an Amazon Fire Stick, because I've done that, and I've had some some decent viewing uh, through the Fire Stick. Fire Stick for... For Game Pass? Game Pass, yeah. uh, Okay, maybe. I use it on my computer, because I'm trying to make, like, clips or something. Get some Mm -hmm. all-22 clips first. For an Austin Eckler thread that will be coming some month whenever I have time to finish it up. I do have some pretty good clips, though. I have a pretty good argument. I just need to get some uh, numbers and, uh, and and combine them into a whole thesis, and then it'll be out. But, uh, yeah, 45 minutes. Vaca- I have 10 days of vacation coming up. I probably should do some make some content. Oh, 10 days? That's fucking hot. I got my bachelor party in two weeks. That's going to be pretty sweet. Up in New Hampshire for March Madness. We're going to place some bets on our phone on DraftKings, go snowboarding, and watch March Madness. That'll be. It was either Vegas or New Hampshire, and I'm kind of glad it's New Hampshire. <laughs> I've done a Vegas bachelor party. That, that's just fun. You better, you better come with a bankroll that you're okay with blowing. Yeah, see, it's just not not my style. The, the middle of the woods and a river house, jump in the, in the river in March. That's some of my shit right there. Oh, I love that too. We we go up north in Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, so great. All right, so coming up, we're at forty five minutes. It's perfect. I think that's a, that's like the time timeline I'm looking for. Got some good content out today. Um, next week we're gonna have. We'll probably get one out during the week this week. This one came out a little late, but I think we can get one out. Uh, I want to talk some rookies, and I wanna I wanna find some things that we may disagree on. I want to get some headphones off. I want to get a little feisty in here. Exercise some demons. Uh, but yeah, anything you want to say to the peoples, Tim? No, just have a good good week. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to the next one. Yeah.
look forward to evolve with you, Tim. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later.